God bless you. Good evening, wherever you are this evening. Thank you so much for joining us here in Elim Church. May God bless you and strengthen you wherever you are across the earth. It is roughly 7.34, I believe, here within the UK and wherever you are, whatever your time zone is. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. You might even be so far in front. It's Merry Christmas, wherever you are right now. May God bless you and strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus. We're going to jump straight into the New Testament. We're in the Gospel of John. We are in the Gospel of John, and thank you so much. I can see everybody hopping online. Thank you, and for all those in the world of podcasting, thank you so much for sharing, for downloading all through lockdown, and just before, as we started these recordings, these podcasts, we are so blessed to have so much feedback coming back. It is absolutely fantastic, and you can find us on Apple Music. Come on, you can sing it with me, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Alexa, you can find us on so many other platforms, Buzzsprout, Spotify, just Google uh, Reverend Ben Cooper's podcast and you will find us, we pop up all over the place, probably even find me on Crime Watch, someone sitting around there saying like that. May God bless you tonight, but let's get straight into the scriptures, let's get straight in, let's go to the Gospel of John, we keep it nice and steady, we keep it easy, we will just take our time as people are coming online, we'll start in a few, few moments, but we're going to go to the Gospel of John, for those that just want to have a quick peruse through the scripture, Gospel of John chapter 15 and it is just verse 27, just verse 27, Um, coming here with no notes, just prayed and just rested and just being still in the scriptures tonight, I think this is very very relevant for what is going across the political platform, what's going across the platform of the military, what's going across the platform of the fuel crisis, going across the platform with life going across everybody's life I think we can cross-reference I think we can actually pinpoint this that's in some parts of our lives and whatever may be going on I think every one of us you know even when you say in faith out of faith unchurched church whatever different religions uh, I think one word that is pretty common through humanity at this moment in time is the word peace I believe everybody is looking for peace is looking for stillness is looking for rest in their heart looking for a place just to rest and to, to pause for a moment and to be still and know that he's God. The scripture is so so on point, but let's let's press straight in. We ain't got much time. Um, let's, let's dive straight in. So we're in the Gospel of John chapter 14, verse 27, and this is very relevant. Uh, and this is Christ speaking to the church, speaking to you, speaking to those that are not even saved yet through uh, predestination and, 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 and remembering what we always look at and what we always like to reference, that nothing can uh, snatch us, nothing can take us, as the scripture says, out of the love of, of, of God Christ Jesus. So you are saved, you are sanctified, you are a child of the living God. Maybe there's things in your life, in your heart, in your mind. Maybe you're you're living very historically and you're living in a pattern that was you're so used to the way of living and God is calling to a new beginning. God is calling you out into a new land, uh, you know, but that promised land, for many, the promised land can look quite daunting because there are many believers that there is many in humanity that are so used to living under the hand of Pharaoh, so used to living under the hand 
of a controlling system, controlling government, controlling church, controlling pastor, controlling leader, controlling music team, controlling family, controlling life, controlling uh, governments, control, 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 control. Uh, So we are in a very interesting position uh, and the position is that we can see very clearly that the controllers are trying to get re uh, voted in. We are seeing the controllers are trying to do certain things to get people back into the measure of ticking in certain areas and certain boxes. But we've got to be very careful. Am I going to put my weight in the system? And uh, what they're saying and what they are saying is that the the value of this and that, we're going to drop the value of this and that, trying to keep us on point. But then what happens is if I go with all that and I listen to that and I start scratching backs again with all that sort of stuff and start... Um, smoothing all that and just just relaxing in that i put my eyes back onto the pound sign i put my eyes back onto the the pound when actually i should be looking at jesus it doesn't matter what governments say it doesn't matter what the fuel pump prices it doesn't matter how high food gets in price it doesn't matter about all this sort of stuff because when i realize that my god shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory and also as it says in matthew very clearly seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness god will always supply God will always refuel. God will always make a way where there is no way. But as soon as I start putting my weight and my reliance and my hope into money and my hope into the pound sign and my hope into uh, the the keeper of the purse, that they're going to drop this, they're going to drop that, they're going to lower that. Because if they don't do that, I won't make it. But what I've got to remember is that my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. So this is a bit of a, a, an opener. You know, God is opening up the envelope the scripture Uh, god is moving very powerfully we are seeing great and and wonderful mighty things in the name of jesus but if we look in uh John chapter 14, verse 27, uh, you may have gone ahead of us, we're, we're in, we're, we're moving, let's press forward. This is all about peace, this is all about peace. Wherever you are at this moment, you know, God is a God of order, he's a God of justice, he's a God of uh, structure, he's a God of planning, he's a creator, he He speaks and he, I love that scripture that says he calls the things that are not as though they are. We serve a God that calls the things that are not as though they are. If he was to unpack that and spend some time exposing that text and looking at that text and and elongating it and just opening that word up and just resting in that we serve a god so i serve so i am a servant i am a servant uh of the most high i i I worship him i praise him uh in every area of life i serve so we serve so i i serve him i worship him i i lift him so the scripture says we serve a god the king of kings and the lord of lords we serve a god that calls the things that are not so everything that we see before us through our perception through our for our eyes for our vision for our focus through through our hearing through our percept, perceptive ways through smell touch you know sensual perception touching this uh, understanding that getting the fabric getting the feel uh, even feeling the atmosphere understanding the environment in that is all by perception and feeling but the bible says the just shall live by faith you know even when we walk by faith even though we go by faith even lord we are driven by faith there comes a point when suddenly we feel that our faith has dropped out of our shoes faith has dropped out of our boots lord 
Lord, what is going on? Where are you in these situations? Lord, what the doctors are saying doesn't look too good. Lord, what is happening over here isn't too good. Lord, the, the finances, the pound sign, Lord, is, is shrinking. I can't seem to grab it. We can't seem to keep a handle on the bills. The debt is rising. Universal credit, the bedroom tax. Lord, the children are this, the children are that. Lord, there's, there's division at home. There's division at work. There's division in marriage. There's stress over here. There's stress over there. That part of the family is, is okay, but that one is a bit wayward so so life is is very precarious life is is very uh let's say it's like a wave isn't it it's like the ocean it's always crashing down it's always moving you know you can't uh, depict which way the, the wind is going to blow, you can't depict, you can't tell how the wave is going to come in and crash you know, but there is there is a power and the, that power is the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus, so now I'm going to read this this is just one text, this is a simple text, I just want to keep it easy tonight just want to rest in the scripture tonight you know, we are in John chapter 14 verse 27 peace I leave with you, my peace I give you do not give as I do not give as the world gives, uh, and do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Let's read that again. So we're in John chapter fourteen, verse twenty-seven. Peace I leave with you. Who is this one that is doing this? Peace I leave with you. John chapter fourteen, verse twenty-seven. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give. Uh, to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid so much to draw from so much so we've got to keep it simple we've got to stay uh, fixed we've got to stay focused in the word I really believe over the last few weeks for the moments for the hours that we're here that we're looking that we're studying we're doing some expository preaching expository sermonizing we are we are there is quick fired scripture there is time when we spend a bit more time in the scripture when God is is revealing more and and, and God is leading more but I, I believe tonight and and this morning through coffee and prayer and through a couple of other sermons and for a few other things at this moment in time i really believe christ is telling us peace he leaves peace with you so verse 27 of john chapter 14 peace i leave with you it is a deposit it has been given he leaves peace with you he leaves that in our lap he leaves that upon us he leaves that around us it is part of god it is god it is christ he is leaving that with you peace i leave with you that is so important that is so critical to understand that christ leaves peace he and also when you think about that it's different to to, to give but he says peace i leave with you it, it is being left at your door it is being left on your heart it is being left in your mind it is being left in your presence it is being left within you and around you christ is telling you and he is telling me tonight because when i say you i'm referring to me when i say me i'm referring to you so if i use the word you or i use the word me i'm referring to every one of us and thank you so much for staying with us uh, as we just press through this scripture and as we look very very clearly verse 27 peace i leave with you he has deposited he has left he has handed it over and as he was speaking to the audience that was around him and before him and all those that was with him at this particular point and you will find <coughs> very sorry <coughs> you'll find very clearly at the beginning of this text Verse 15, if you would back up a few texts, uh, that verse, uh, about 13 verses backwards, 
you will find that Christ is promising the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the advocate, the advocate, sorry, the Holy Spirit is a counselor. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. The Holy Spirit is the one that leads us and, and guides us to that place of stillness, of rest. The Holy Spirit, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, God is moving through his word. God is, when you look at the deity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, when you look at the power of the deity of, of Christ Jesus and the Godhead, when you bring all this together, he will find very clearly that the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit go together all the time. You will find, and I, I, I dare to use, I don't even like to use it, but there are times when you see very clearly a distinct individuality, I would use, um, of the Godhead. So you'll see the Son, you'll see the Holy Spirit, and you'll see the Godhead, the Father, working very individually but very uh, very fluidly together in unity but there comes a point when you see Christ and you see God and you see the Holy Spirit you know the, the deity the trinity together but I won't but I will say the word separate but I'm not using the word separate but that's just a quick fired piece of language but in their unique in their very powerful in their individual way in the way that they are depicted through the scripture so we understand the Holy Spirit we understand Christ we understand the Father God but right now, this is Christ, and Christ is clearly saying to anyone, anyone that feels disturbed, anyone that feels lost, anyone that feels treacherous, anyone that feels lost, peace, I leave with you. God is leaving peace. He is a God of order. He is a God of justice. He is a God of all, and he is leaving peace within you tonight and some so often it is very difficult to find peace in situations when you look across the military strength at the moment when you look at the famines the wars the rumors of wars when you look at the finance markets when you are trying to stretch universal credit when you're trying to stretch your your finances when you're trying to make the wages stretch but you know you got the vat bill you got the tax bill you got the bedroom tax you got to put fuel in the car you got 90 uh, 90 p is it probably i don't know probably around about 90 pence uh, easy is taxed I know we've had today that they've come out the keeper of the purse is barking on a bit about I'm going to save you a couple of quid here and there but you know um, it's it's all about well I won't get into that tonight because this is about peace so whatever you look at the fuel pump of life as we said on Sunday the fuel pump you know all of us go to that fuel pump we pull the trigger and we are in charge of what we put in that tank so we're always in control but with Christ he shall supply all our needs. He shall supply everything. So he's the God of order. He's the God of peace. He's the God of justice. And wherever you are tonight across this globe, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. So there is a deposit. Christ is making a very clear statement. He's making a, a very clear factual point here. He's saying, I leave you peace and I give you peace. Two different areas. And he makes that very clear. He speaks very powerfully. He, he, you can hear this. You can sense this. You can pick this up in the text. Verse 27, peace I leave with you. So it is left and then also he, he brings it in a different way and he says, my peace I give you. So he speaks about peace I leave with you. And then he says, my peace I give unto you. So it is with you, it is for you, it is about you. And I pray tonight that wherever you are, that you will find absolute, complete peace in the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, in the Word of God. That God will strengthen you, God will guide you, you will find healing, you will see miracles. We serve a God 
that calls the things that are not as though they are. And I need to remind myself, I need to remind this human body that I serve a God that speaks this universe into being. He stretches out the universe at this moment in time in the Old Testament. It is clear to read very, very, very clearly that God is a God of order. He is a creator and the power of his voice around about 23 times. And it says in Genesis, and God said, and God said, and God said, there was, and God said, and and God said, and God said, and then suddenly at the end it says, and God saw. So there is times in our lives where we keep speaking into it, we keep speaking over it, we keep praying through that, we keep looking at that, we keep sharing that, we keep bringing it to him. You know, i got to keep speaking. The more I speak, speaking to God is prayer. Speaking to God, conversation is prayer. You know, we don't need to go inside uh, a box. We don't need to go inside to a certain place. We don't need to go inside to the church. Prayer can be wherever you are across the earth. Prayer is powerful. But at the end of the day, what is prayer? Prayer is speech. Prayer is communication. Prayer is sharing. Prayer is is not even necessary like to move your lips because the scripture says when you're a bit of a paraphrasing, when you're tired, when you're weary and you can't pray and you can't talk, the Holy Spirit intercedes. The Holy Spirit groans with utterance with words that are not uh, depicted out of any thesaurus sorry out of any dictionary out of any language there is a heavenly language that there is a connector even when you're tired and when you're exhausted when you are under pressure and you are all prayed out and you can't even face another prayer meeting you know god is a god of order he's a god of justice he's the god of history he's the god of the present and he's the god of the future he is the great I am but there is a message tonight and the message is so 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 simple peace I leave with you second part of the text my peace I give you so there is a leaving and there is a giving there is a a leaving at, at your at your feet there is a leaving in your innermost being then also there is a strengthening through Christ saying I give you so it's almost as Christ is really pushing this and really uh emphasizing what he's saying through the text I, I give you it i leave you this is really important to you as a human being as a believer as a son and a daughter i give you and i leave with you i give and i leave i give and i leave so then it comes into the arena of life and into the discussion that pool of discussion into the arena of conversation why do I feel so fearful sometimes? Why do I feel so doubtful? Why do I why do I struggle with certain areas of my walk in Christ? Why 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 God? That is the question. Why? Why why are my lifestyle choices, excuse me, my voice is, is disappearing a bit there. Why, Lord, are some lifestyle choices difficult? Why, Lord, is it awkward to make this choice? Why, Lord, am I struggling here? Why, Lord, you know, it is easy to look at the military storm in the Ukraine and Russia. It is easier to look at that rather than to focus on Christ. It is easier to look into the news and to look at the word. It is easy because our humanity is drawn. Our humanity is is governed by structure, by what is coming over the airways and through situations around the world. But there comes a point when I've got to cut myself off from, from the BBC news and the world news and all that stuff. Yes, it's good to be connected to 
to what's happening and I'm not talking about ostracizing yourself and putting yourself in a cupboard and uh, humming all day kumbaya I'm not talking about that but what I'm referring to is focusing on the word of God keeping in the word focusing on God's word because God's word will tell us very very clearly where we are in the calendar of life God's word will tell you where we sit God's word will speak to you first and then you can flick on the news and you and God will speak through his word and tell you what's happening and when you can find out and just go hang on I'm going to check turn on the news and what God's word is saying is happening through the social media streams and through the news channels and through everything that's going on um, but we often look at it the wrong way around we will look at what the world is saying and then that will put fear in us rather than looking at what God's word is saying so God has foretold God's word has prophesied God's word has explained God's word has spoken into the future God's word is prophesying God's word is is revealing God's word is exposing it's not that the news channels are in front of God it's just the news channels and the world is telling us very clearly that the word of God is perfectly written and exactly what the word of God is saying is the world is on time in the calendar of events of what the word says when you look at Israel when you look at certain nations around the world when you see about the weather system when you look at the sun when you understand uh, astrology now I've just said astrology now I'm not referring to to astrology as in the satanic side but understanding about how the structure of the stars work how the structure of the universe how how everything works together for good and how God puts everything running perfectly you know uh, it, it is amazing even the human body you know even if you looked at look at just the human eye how powerful the human eye is how powerful uh, sensual perception touch even when you look at your skin and, and and you look at your body and you work out how does this work we are miracles you know when you look at the the the, the creation and then suddenly the creation uh, starts to open up and then you suddenly start to look at creation not in a way of studying creation but then looking at in, looking at the creator so when you get to know the creator suddenly you understand that fear starts to disappear worry starts to disappear when you start to get some form of a a hold or a or a, or a, a look into what is the scripture telling us at this time suddenly you find that the word of God is on point so let's bring a reference point again so let's bring it back to bases let's bring it back you have to bring it to the word of God so we're in the gospel of John chapter 14 verse 27 peace be with you that is really important that peace is with you tonight whatever your circumstances whatever your life is whatever you are going through whatever you feel that you are facing in your life at home at work with your children with marriage with relationship issues with your brother your sister you might have uh, you're waiting on some results you are waiting on your job you're worried about your job you're worried about the universal credit situation you're worried about the fuel bills the heating bills you know many are uh, looking at oh it's, this is brilliant spring's on its way summer's on its way I haven't got to worry too much now about the heating warming the house up you know winter is such a dark time for so many reasons the winter of life the darkness the shortness of day having to put more money into the system of the heating absolutely everything you know so now is coming a point where we may be able to breathe a moment but obviously it still doesn't take away from the fact that the energy crisis the food crisis the fuel crisis there's always a crisis there is always an issue there is always something to deal with 
But when I understand what the scripture is saying, and Christ is telling us right now, right in the middle of the storm, you are in a storm, if you are in a breakout moment in your life, and everything is breaking out on all kinds of corners, the north, the east, the south, and the west, God is speaking, God's word is speaking into your storm, he is in control of the storm, he is in control of your Goliath, he is in control of the walls of Jericho, he's in control of the stars in the heavens, he is your God and he is your king, and at this hour there are so many people that fear the terror and the arrow of night, Psalm 91, you will not te- you will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow uh, uh, nor the pestilence that stalks and the arrow that flies by day and all this stuff that comes at us just in general life but peace be with you Christ is telling us this very simple one verse this very simple one line this is for your life this is for my life this is for your family this is for my family this is for your house this is for my house this is for your business this is for ministry this is for this this is for that this is for church this is for humanity this is for those that are just cruising through social media tonight just holding and looking out how many people just cruise through social media trying to find that feel-good factor trying to find the magic button of life the big bang theory this button that button trying to find the happy button trying to find the place of rest the place of peace well this is it tonight my friend God is speaking directly into you and directly into me. And he is saying, peace I leave with you. He is depositing peace and not fear. He is depositing joy and not stress. God is a God of order. And even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, there is peace beside you. Peace to the left of you. Peace to the right of you at the front and actually behind you. Your God is for you. If God is for me, who can be against me? So I need to make a clear understanding as a believer when the scripture says, we serve a God that calls the things that are not as though they are. We serve a God. We serve a God. What God is that? The world has thousands of gods. The world has thousands of idols. The church, you can even say, has thousands of gods. Yeah, I'm going to say that because it lifts up saints. It lifts up humanity. It, it lifts up symbolism. It, it lifts up so much. It puts so much in front uh, and in, in, in a higher posture and a position than Christ. I'm afraid I have to say that. You know, we do not go into a building to look around the building and to worship the building. The building is the Lord's house. God says, I will build my, uh, my church and the gates of hell shall not, pr- pr- not prevail. Yes, we have to have nice buildings. Yes, God makes that very clear in, in the book of Hosea. It is very, very important. He was looking at that audience and he said, he said directly to them, he said, my house is a rack and ruin, but your house, your house has beautiful flat screen TVs. Your house has central heating. Your house is fine. Your house has gold. Your house is built out of beautiful, beautiful uh, acacia wood. Your house is a palace, but my house is a rack and a ruin. Isn't that interesting that the God of the Old Testament is speaking directly to us today? Your house, Ben, is beautiful. Your kitchen is lovely. Your carpets are hoovered. You've got a telly in every room and every cupboard. You flick the lights on. Lights come on. Heating comes on. You've got this. You've got that. Your house is, God said. 
Your house is made of fine gold, fine art. Your house is made of, but my house is a rack and ruin. When you really think about that scripture, when you really think about that, now we need to be very careful as the church and God's house and not going over and above board. But religion goes over and above board. It has priceless art hanging on the wall and outside its doors there is this congregation that are on universal credit that can't afford to put f- uh, fuel in the system of their tanks of life. Fine art costing uncountable amount of money. Houses after houses. Land acres after acres. Fine art dripping gold, jewelry, vaults with uncountable earthly treasures. Gold, silver. You know, you know, you know, you know. So no wonder, no wonder, no wonder, no wonder. We are where we are. But God is saying very clearly to me and to you tonight, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Very interesting text. I do not give as the world gives. I don't even need to spend a moment on that because we've only got to look outside the window of our house, outside the window of our faith and say, I see what the world is trying to do. The world is trying to confuse me. The world is trying to hurt me. The world is trying to manipulate me. The world is trying to frighten me. The world is trying to bully me. The world is trying to make me big be fixated on war the world is trying to make me be fixated on poverty the world is trying to make me be fixated on politics because it is so easy to get trapped in what the world is saying what is the world saying you know exactly what the world is saying because the news is funded through every airways all day long social media has the news It is always trying to pull you down, trying to knock you down, trying to pin you down. But when you read the word of God, the word of God will give you life. The word of God will give you hope. So when I read the word and I study the word and I keep in the word and I see the prophecies that where we are, I don't need the news channels. What the news channels become is just, ah, the news channel is just catching up with what my God said a few thousand years ago. Ah, the world is just coming online with what my God foretold about Russia, about Syria, about Iran, about about Israel, about the UK. Ah, the world is just exactly where it is sitting according to God's world, uh, God's word. That is what and how it should be, but it is the wrong way round. We, I'm going to say me. I lean maybe more. Oh, he's, he's saying it tonight. I may lean more into what the world may be saying about the news than what what the word is saying. So now we might see why there's a there's a bit of a kilter, why there's a bit of a bit of a, a lean the wrong way. So what I gotta do is I gotta lean into Jesus. As I lean into Jesus, as I lean out of the news channels, I lean out of the world, not because I'm living and I'm forming and being like the world, but my ears, my ears are hearing, my eyes are seeing what the world is saying. So suddenly as I lean into the news channels and I lean into the world, 
The scripture says go into all the world, but he says don't be part of the world. So I've got to make sure that I'm spiritually separated. I cannot physically separate myself. I cannot live my life completely all the time on this earth by transcendental meditation and floating across this nation on the holy segue like the church says we do float around on. My physical being is now to the terra firma. So I walk the earth. I live in the earth. I go to work in the earth. So my physical being is uh, is working and moving within the earth. But what I cannot do is partner with that spiritually. So I'm, I'm, I'm separated from that. I live. I work in the world. I do what I've got to do in the world. I, I give the world and I partake with what the world is doing through work, through understanding and, and through what we do. Of course we do. But there is a separation. And the separation is the spiritual separation. So that's why it becomes very turbulent in our lives because our eyes can affect our faith. Our ears can affect our faith, society and culture, the hashtag social media, the trends of life, you know, all that affect the way that we live our lives if we allow it. So if I keep leaning into the world, not because I am of the world, but because I'm working in it, I'm living in it, I'm walking in it. Suddenly, if I lean more to that side, I've got to actually come back, 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 back to the word. Because if I read the word, study the word, I will get peace. Because in the world, Christ has actually said it straight there. Uh, Verse 27, he says, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. He gives us a slight inclination. He opens the door of that word in the next part of the text. Do not let your hearts be troubled. So following on from what he's saying about the world, I do not give to you as the world gives. So the world gives the opposite to what God gives. So when the two come together, when the spiritual world comes and collides i will use the word collides and and the two are faced together so the physical world in which we live in this very physical this temporal place this this essential place this place of touch this place of experience this place that we see with our eyes when when suddenly the spiritual me has been awoken by God, by the power of the Holy Spirit to this world is more than a physical world. That is what salvation is about, that I am saved from this world. I am saved from the penalty of sin. I have been given the gift of salvation. Suddenly I, I, I realize that the spiritual me it is clashing against the, the worldly me. The worldly me leans into news. The worldly me leans into that, that sort of structure. Not that I partner with it, but sometimes you can't help but lean into that. And God is saying, come this way. Lean this way. You've got to lean into Jesus. I've got to lean into him. You know, I've got to walk straight. I've got to, you know, the Bible says, keep your eyes. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. The author, the perfecter of your faith. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep repeating that. Keep saying that. I've got to keep my eyes on Jesus. The author and the perfecter, what is an author? Someone that writes, someone that has written. So he has written. And the scripture says, as Christ said to Lucifer, it is written. It is written. So what do I say to the world economics that is going on? What do I say to the military? What do I say to the news? And I say this very carefully and very wisely and very godly as I go through my life. 
It is written, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. It is written, there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. It is written, I serve a God that calls the things that are not as though they are. It is written, for God so loved the world that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. It is written even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me it is written whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shelter of my god it is written he will and he shall command his angels concerning you to lift you up in all your ways so that you will not strike your foot against the stone it is is written god said let there be light and there was it is written god created the heavens and the earth it is written and the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us so peace is a very powerful part of christ peace is christ peace i leave with you my peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives to you. What is the world trying to give you now? The world is trying to give us trouble and strife. The world is trying to give us grief. The world is trying to give us fear. The world is trying to drum us and push us and hurt us. What is the world trying to do to you? It is trying to box me. It is trying to trap me. It is trying to fixate me onto certain areas of culture and life. It is trying to drill me to a place of despair. But Jesus says, I do not give you or to you rather as the world does. So there is that clash, that clash and the word will always and drive out that clash and when that clash comes together it is not as if the world is holding God's word at a ransom and there is a tug of war because it cannot because God's word when it collides with what we understand God's word flattens what the world is saying because the world and Lucifer and the area of demonic forces cannot stand the presence of the holy God he, he, they, they just cannot bear, they cannot be near. So it is an interesting study and an interesting read about deliverance ministries. Uh, we have, I'm going to say, certain movements, certain cultures, certain denominations, certain churches, certain ministries give more time over to Lucifer, Leviathan, over to the dark side. They spend more time studying and looking into that than they actually study in Christology. If I was to study Christ and Christology, if I was to study creation, if I was to study the, the creator, if I was to keep my eyes on the author, the perfecter of my face, Christ, it, there's, I don't need to look at what the satanic world is doing because it is irrelevant. Because it cannot, God does not partner with it, but what happens, it gets broken, it gets smashed, it gets destroyed. The demonic forces said to Christ, we don't know the ones that are around you, Jesus. We don't know Philip. We don't know that, John. We don't know your disciples. Who are they? But we know you. We're not worried about them religious folk. We, they can't touch us. They can't. That That is such a beautiful part of the text. And my mind escapes me because of all these scriptures that are coming in. God, give me the reference in the name of Jesus. That That is such a powerful part of the text. When 
when a when the the man goes up to the disciples and he says basically i need you to pray over my child because he is having convulsions he is having fits of rage this spirit has got hold of him and he went up to christ and he said actually christ i went to your disciples and they couldn't they didn't even they couldn't even do anything about that spirit but look i they prayed over him they spoke to it it hasn't moved but i know you but I know you, Jesus, your disciples, there's nothing they could do about it. But you, but you, Jesus, see, it's always about Jesus. There are certain things that the church cannot do. There are many areas, I will say, that the church cannot do. And you know what church I'm actually talking about, the name it and claim it, the prosperity gospel, all that pyramid satanic selling, building a pyramid. God's kingdom is not a pyramid it is fluid. You can't box it. You can't shape it. You can't work it. You can't move it. You can't. It, it, God's kingdom, the king's domain, it is everywhere. It is within. It is moving. You are part of. You are in the king's domain. It is, and it has full uh, power. It has full eminence. It has full stretch. It has full charge over this physical world. But why does the church, why do ministries, why do certain leaders and teachers, why do certain people fixate themselves on the lesser voice rather than the voice and we know that we clearly understand in genesis so we find deliverance ministry being spoken about without bringing the word deliverance ministry clearly into the text right back into the book of genesis god said i give you instruction do not touch of this tree do not touch that tree of life i'm telling you everything else around you is yours everything else around you i have given it is for you to use to work with to grow to live your life take it it is yours but just don't touch that okay lord we won't touch it sure we won't we won't lord we hear you jesus we hear you god we hear you i'm being a bit flippant please forgive me we won't because if you do what did god say you'll die mortality so there is already already in god's plan the plan of redemption because god knew that humanity would fall in the garden because he said if you do touch you will die if so the if was almost becoming when you do touch that you know there's there's going to be a change from what you see because you were created not to die you was brought into the existence not for this very purpose so when you look at creation, that's why it's so important to understand Genesis, creation. Because when you understand Genesis and creation, suddenly when you start coming out and, 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 and walking up the word and moving up in the word, you suddenly start realizing that deliverance ministries, prophecy ministries, all that sort of stuff, it has no forbearance to a certain degree because you are you are foundationally strong in genesis when i'm strong in genesis it talks about the beginning it talks about the end it talks about creation it talks about god said god said it talks about the spoken word it talks about the holy spirit it tells us very clearly do not touch and it also talks about the two voices now what do you mean the two voices god said do not the snake comes along and he says are you sure god said so they humanity reacted to the lesser voice we understand that is very clear that humanity reacted to the lesser voice it was more attracted to the lesser voice because 
are you sure? Are you sure God said? See, when confusion comes in, even when God has spoken into you and over you, what God has spoken into you and over you can almost become irrelevant because you're hearing what your flesh wants. Yeah, maybe that 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 I, I can. Maybe I could. Maybe I didn't quite hear God. Maybe, 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 maybe. So they reacted to the lesser voice rather than they reacting to the voice that said, do not touch. So now we understand why they're, and it is very difficult to find peace. We've reached the point of coming to rest now and bringing this to some form uh, of just a place to hold it and i'm gonna i'm gonna read this scripture again so wherever you are across the earth tonight this is for every one of us it says verse 27 of uh, john chapter 14 peace i leave you my peace i give you uh, i do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid very clearly three areas of the world i do not give as the world gives you uh, do not be afraid do not worry, do not look, do not draw into it, do not be captured by it. But Christ mentions peace twice. Peace I leave with you and peace I give unto you. Then he says, do not let your hearts be troubled. If you are troubled tonight, just say that simple prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I need you to take the fear away. God, I need you to bring peace to my heart today. Lord, my house needs peace. My children need peace. I need peace. The family needs peace. The world needs peace. We just need peace. So I ask you, wherever you are, don't wrestle fear anymore. Don't try and be that missing jigsaw piece of life and try and fit into certain areas of life. I think the, the clear answer is tonight is just to pray a simple prayer and I'm going to pray us through this and we're going to pray out of this and we will we will catch you uh, Sunday morning next. We will have our next service Sunday morning, 10.45. Please share everything out that we do. But let's just pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for John chapter 14, verse 27. We thank you for that text tonight, Lord. I thank you for your peace that is given, your peace you leave with us. Lord, you do not give us as the world is trying to give us. So, Lord, we will not let our hearts be troubled. And, Lord, you are telling us, do not let your hearts and do not be fearful. Do not be afraid. So tonight, Lord, take my worry, take my fears, take my doubts, take the trepidation, take the anticipation, take the fearfulness. Lord, I pray tonight, Lord, that you will just bring joy to our hearts, peace to our mind, that you shall restore all the years that the locust has taken so father tonight i pray that everyone will sleep well lord that they will not have any more anxious bones upon them that they will find the joy of the lord and the joy of the lord shall be their strength tonight lord let peace run through their house let joy run through their body let your holy spirit lord just bring that comfort to their lives tonight, to their family, to their homes, to their workspace, to their relationships. Let the joy of the Lord abound in their being, in their heart, in their business, in their workspace, in their home. <clears throat> Father, I just pray tonight that the glory of the Lord will be wrapped around them and the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you that the power of the Holy Spirit is the comforter. So tonight, Lord, let your will be done. 
Let your power come out tonight, Lord. I pray for every home. Lord, whatever scenario we are living in, whatever our home life is like, I pray that you'll breathe peace through the letterbox, that you'll push peace down that chimney. Father, that you will open the windows, Lord, and you will push peace into lives, into situations. Those that are out tonight, Lord, put peace in their vehicle. Put peace around them. Those that are working, let peace be in their workspace. Those that are studying, reading, listening to this, capturing this tonight or this podcast next week. Father, let peace abound in their heart. I thank you. That perfect love drives out all fear. And we didn't even have time to get to that scripture. Perfect love drives out all fear. God drives out all fear. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else shall be added unto thee. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, whether you're joining us through uh, social media feeds, whether you're joining us online streaming service, with, uh, <coughs> sorry, you, you're sharing this stuff out, whether you're with us in the world of podcasting, and to all those that are in the world of podcasting, we thank you for those on Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Buzzsprout. You can simply find us by just typing in uh, Reverend Vancouver's podcast, it comes up, and I would ask everyone tonight to go into that, to dig it out, to share it, to push it out on your social feeds, to get it out there and to share it, you know, and to comment on it. And I thank everybody on the other side of the lens tonight, and I pray that you will feel the glory of God and all those that will capture this through uh, the vehicle that God is using through social media, uh, through technology, through just the very means what the devil meant for harm god will use and god will turn for good in jesus name i pray that you will and you have peace in your house and your heart tonight never give up he's the god of hope he's a god of order you will accomplish you will make it through not because you have strength but because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world god bless you and may god strengthen you and take you from faith to faith, from glory to glory, blessing to blessing, in his mighty name, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless.